0: It is another episode of Express Yourself. Episode 8. Entitled, A Whole New World. Now, I know you're probably like, What? Where do you come up with these titles? This is why. Because I... This is reason number one. This segment here. I've just recently purchased the Xbox Series X. And I will say that... It is a very nice system, very cool, and everything. And I want to just take you through the whole night and morning to getting that. Yes, that means I stayed up all night to receive this system. Now, one of my boys, he hit me up. You know, we, we've been talking about it, actually. Let, let's start there. We've been talking about it for a while, like a couple of weeks. We're saying, we don't know how we're going to get this. We're calling Game Stops. They're not going to tell us how many they're going to have so we can be in line, and da 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 And they said, call us the day before. Now it came out yesterday, Tuesday um, morning. And in some places were giving them out at midnight, um, some places at 6 and GameStop at ten, depending on how many uh, how many systems they have. So, I'm going to just fast forward to Monday, the past Monday, and I call, and they still wouldn't tell me how many. Now I call out the one in New Hudson. Now, a lot of you guys that are not from Michigan, New Hudson is maybe you know 30 minutes away from a lot of people, and maybe an hour away from some people. Um, it's in the Novi area for those that has visited Michigan before. Um, it is uh, a little past Novi, a little past Wixom area, uh, maybe about 5, 10 minutes from there. So that was where I was originally going to go because I figured, oh, nobody would be out in New Hudson. It's New Hudson. And then... Um, uh, me and my fiance, we went to Myers that evening. She gets off work. We go to Myers in Livonia. And I see five people standing outside already. Now we get there about six, six ish. It was about six ten or something. And it was already five people. So I said, okay, uh, you guys stand outside for Xbox. And they all told me yes. And they said, the first six people will get the Xbox here. Now, let alone I would have been the last person if I stayed there. But I was so hungry I had to leave. I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna eat, and then I will go somewhere to get the Xbox. And granted, uh, I didn't know where I was gonna go at the time. So we get back to the house. He was going to prepare some dinner, and then my boy texts me and say, I am here. I have the first person here, get over here. He is in Rochester at the time, and I am 30 minutes from Rochester. Make that 35 minutes from where I am at. And then we went through the let's go, let's get ready. So I just had my fiance drive with me, and she drives back home, and I stay there until I retrieve the Xbox. And that plan did work. Um, he did text me and say, one person is here, hurry up. And this was as I was leaving the house and I had 34 minutes at the time left to get there. And I said, please, nobody else show up. It is seven o'clock at this time. So I get there at seven 30. My boy is the only one in line. The other one, he just went to his car and he came out and he got behind me. And we had our chairs, I brought the chairs uh, for me and my boy, and that was that, and it was crazy, because once I got there, people started coming, maybe five minutes, every five minutes maybe, they closed at eight, they said they were going to have the number out at eight, how many they had, people were coming. So I'm glad I wasted no time to get there. I was second in line. I knew I was getting in as long as I stayed there. But I wasn't going nowhere because my fiance had the car. So there was nowhere for me to even go unless I lift a ride home or Uber. And after that, I ended up uh, staying there. This was the night. It It was 60 degrees here. It was very surprising, 60 degrees at night. I mean, the wind was blowing. It was a little cold. So we pretty much had to stay out there until people started leaving because the number that they had was five. Five was the magic number. Now, at this point, we had the three and then there was three other guys behind us that came in a group. Now, they were lucky enough to even have that spot because it was two young adults there that had to be in high school, maybe, or just getting out of high school, graduating. I don't know. They looked very young. Pretty much, I probably was the oldest person at 28 out there, and I'll probably never do it again. I know, you're probably judging me, but I've never gotten the system on day one, and I do not regret the decision. But um, it was a big-time experience to be out there for about 14 hours, 14, 15 hours, and, you know, pretty much after 12 hours, you know, you get excited. The sun is up, it's rising, it's... You're feeling good about yourself, and, you know, that's that. You know, I I really um, didn't get a chance to really enjoy the system yet. I know I got it yesterday. You know, you're probably like, what happened? You know, you got to do downloads. You know, you got the new 2K. You got to do this. You got to do that. Get all your stuff together. I mean, it took most of your day of getting it. And, And then when you do log into the 2K then you're uh, you're scrambling on how you're going to make a player. I still haven't been happy with a player I made. So after this pod, I'll probably spend some time with that, you know, um, just to see what player I really, really want. Because it's not easy. It's not easy to make a player, you know, you think you would want. It is, I I would say, quite challenging. Um Which I'll probably be spending another portion of this day trying to do that. And it ain't easy. So I just got to figure something out here. So, excuse me. That that was my night. And that's why you were getting the episode on Wednesday. Uh, A lot of technical difficulties yesterday where I wanted to be on yesterday. Uh, So I am here today. And don't forget it'll be Tuesdays do new episodes to be out. Um the big time uh football week we had and 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 I gotta entitle a whole new world because it, it really is. Even in the NFL. Even in college it's a whole new world and that's why it's entitled this. So hopefully you enjoy. Alright so it's a very good, big excitement in the NFL uh over week Nine. Week nine, you guys. What week uh yeah, week nine. That uh, I get confused here with with college and them being in week eleven and all of that. So um week nine. It, this is this was definitely something I really cherish and everybody talked about Russell Wilson being bad and all of this. I, I do blame Russell Wilson. I I will start with that game Seahawks-Bills. I, I I do blame him, but I, I'm not going to go too crazy because, uh, yeah, he had four turnovers, yes, but they were still in position to win the game. It was a third and long where the Seahawks defense gave up that screenplay. Like, what the heck are you doing? It's third and long. They're probably not even going to do nothing to throw a pass to get them the first down. They're going to go short, and you just got to make the tackle, make the play. I've told you guys, Seahawks defense isn't good. A lot of people want to blame Russell Wilson. I'm putting more to blame on the Seahawks defense. Yes, he put them in positions where, oh, we got to come back out on the field. But guess what? We're down seven. We have a chance to stop him third and long. We got a chance to tie it up. We give him the ball back. Um, but the Bills defense, you know, for them to get to take the ball away that many times is the reason why they won. I mean, if if he did not turn the ball over that many times, Seahawks probably win the game. But it's not like. The Seahawks defense was that good. You look at Josh Allen. I mean, you you see what he what he did. He only had seven incompletions, seven. And that's uh, yeah. But a lot of sacks has happened. Both old lines were terrible. Uh, I mean, you you got seven sacks from your defense. I mean, I mean, granted that that's good for a team that don't really have any. Um, uh, pass rushers or anything so and, and that's another reason why I just can't trust the bills it, it'd be moments like that I mean you seen Josh Allen have a good game, but that's not gonna work against the Ravens you get sacked that many times you gotta get your old line going and And Josh Allen. Yeah, he can thrive against a bad defense like this, but I I mean you did see what happened against the Patriots who was a somewhat good defense. They didn't show it on Monday Night Football But even the Jets, I mean, they had trouble even scoring against them. Uh, And and then uh, they didn't do good against the Titans. So defense hasn't even been that good this year. And, of course, you know, they just can't beat good teams. And they're going to get the Cardinals. That could be another high-scoring game. But, you know, I feel like the Bills' defense could do good. But if you ask me, that's an overgame to me. And then you look at, the they got a bye week, then they got the Chargers. Chargers just always in close games and can't figure out how to win somehow. Uh, but, you know, it's an explosive offense from the Bills. It's pretty much, I mean, Stephon Diggs is, is a heavy reason to why they're just good you know, offensively. I mean, they they needed that to boost up the offense. They made the move to boost their offense, to get better offensively because they figured, hey, we got a very good defense. And, and now we just got to see how the defense will play. Uh, I know you're going against one of the, the high-powered offenses in the Seahawks, but I mean, still, you know, you, if you're going to be a dominant defense, you got to have the games like the Ravens had. You know, you, you shut out the Colts pretty much, You did very good defensively, where I thought this game could go over. I thought this could be, you know, maybe a 24-27 type game. You saw Ravens score 24. This was kind of a weird week in football anyway. People want to talk about the Steelers, you know, almost losing to the Cowboys and where they probably should have lost to the Cowboys. And that's what I was saying Sunday uh, when I was downtown. I said, it's going to be a weird week. I can see it. It's always that middle of the season where games get weird, where spreads is too high, where things are of that nature, and you saw the the Cowboys come close. I said, they're going to cover that spread. It's too high. Still, this isn't that much of a dominant team to be favored that high. Still, are still win. There's no way they cover the spread, which they did not. And I know what I said last week, I don't care what the spread is, but I said, ooh. Fourteen and a half. We might have to consider the Cowboys in that one. Mm. And guess what? They covered. They lost by five. There's. I think if they had Cooper Rush, I would have. I would have felt more confident in them winning. I know I would have felt more confident in taking them to cover if you just put money on it. That was the game right there. And then you got the uh, the Steelers on the other side. Unfortunately, Ben Roethlisberger has COVID now. I don't know what other two players have it, uh, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that they get a false positive where they can play um, their next game, uh, which is against the Cincinnati Bengals. Because that's the type of game, okay, well, that's the game they can lose. And even with Ben Roethlisberger, that's the type of game they can lose. And a lot, a lot of people would probably go with Cincinnati's side because they're like, oh, they almost lost to the Cowboys. And the Bengals are playing some good some very good football. I know they're not winning, but they're coming up close. You know, if they lose, they ain't losing by a lot. And, and that's that. So, yeah, we got to look into that. Also, Saints Buccaneers. People are probably waiting on my reaction with that game. and A lot of people have texted me Monday morning and, and Sunday night about this game. Now, this game I thought would be a very good game. The spread went down to three. So, I said, okay, you know what? The Saints... Probably will win this game if spread's going to go down because Tampa Bay was favorites all throughout the week. and the next thing you know, it goes down. And I, I must say that the Saints look dominant. Tampa Bay's not going to be able to beat a good team. They're going to make the playoffs despite of it. You know, they do um, get the Panthers. Now, if Tom Brady has a bad game. He usually just wakes up and go crazy and do his thing. And, and that's what I expect. That's exactly what I expect from Tom Brady. And then they get the Rams. They got the Chiefs. So their schedule's not going to get easier because I think the easiest team they got in the schedule is the Lions. And that's the second to last game. People want to look at the Falcons. No, I'm sorry. The Falcons, they're they're playing a little better now. They have Raheem Morris and the interim coach uh going on. So that's where Tampa Bay, you gotta do good here. Uh, who's going to win the division? Saints is up on you. They beat you twice. If you're the Saints, you got the 49ers. You can beat that team. You got to show that, okay, Falcons, you got to beat that team as well. Then you got the Broncos. You're going to Denver. That could be a tough game. But I said, you know what? They're looking like a 12-4 and team. I think the Vikings could come in and do something. they probably lose to the Chiefs. But they could lose one of them road games. They could lose to the Broncos, could lose to the Falcons or Panthers. You know, that, that could happen. Um... But I don't see them losing the 49ers. I think 49ers, they they got too many injuries. They're going to be last in that division, the Super Bowl hangover. You make the Super Bowl and lose, it's not looking good for you. Uh, So the Saints, they're playing like they're on a mission, but it's all on matchups. I I always say that after week 17. After week 17 and I do this show, I do an episode about the playoff matchups and what I expect, then that's. That's that. That's that's going to determine who's going to win. Because I know I said I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Pittsburgh Steelers, but guess what? It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world in football. Let's not overreact. Let's overreact. Which way you want to go? You look at the Vikings. They look dominant. That was the team I said, hey, I don't count them out at all. Um, they're 3-5. and five. They got the Bears on Monday night. That should be a fun game to watch, even though I don't really like the Bears' offense. They're, they're terrible. Uh, But after that, you got the Cowboys. You got the Panthers, Jags. Then you get ready for the Bucks. I mean, Vikings. You're two tough games, Bucks and Saints. You win both of those, you're cooking. Because I think you can run the table outside of the Bucks and the Saints. You can beat those teams. You can sweep the Bears. You can beat the Lions week 17. Unless the Lions want to somehow win somehow week 17, they play tough. That's to keep that in mind too. They play tough and. I don't even want to talk about my Lions. I don't want to talk about my Chargers. But guess what? The Lions, you're bad. Matthew Stafford, you're terrible. You are terrible. The the spread should be up by now. And and last time I saw, when I saw the opening spread, it was five and a half Lions' favorite. Now, I am looking right now for it. I don't see it on the score. I would have to go to Vegas Insider, see... um, see the the spreads on there because they usually have them up. And that's why I like Vegas Insider. It is at four. The Lions are four-point favorites. Now, Washington is bad. So, I can't really, you know, be like, oh, I want them to lose. Uh, You know, they're going to lose against Washington. They should win. Washington football team was bad. They got Alex Smith on the helm. This is where they messed up. They should have kept Dwayne Haskins in. They should have. I I really thought so. I mean, Alex Smith, you threw three interceptions against the Giants defense who don't really get a lot of takeaways, and Jabril Peppers looked like a god. And I just don't think he's a good defender. And he just looked like a god. He was everywhere. He was all over over the field. Now, granted, the Giants defense is playing better than expected. Uh, I will give them credit for that. Uh, But anyway, I digress. My Chargers, I knew they would lose to the Raiders. I don't even know. Well, I think it flipped to the Raiders being favorites as we got closer to the 4 o'clock games. But Chargers were favorites, and I didn't see how. And I'm just like, okay. And a lot of people, I'm sure, were taking the Raiders. I'm like, the Raiders, yeah, they're 4-3. and Uh, Why not take the Raiders? A four and three against the Chargers team, who I just don't think is good enough. I mean, Justin Herbert's good. I love what I see from Justin Herbert. It is just the, the battle of the young quarterbacks that was drafted this year. Who you want? Burrow? You want Herbert? You want Tua? Who do you want? And honestly, I don't know who I want. I mean, this, I don't think it's the wrong answer. I mean, I think Tua, he has the tools, all of the tools you want in your quarterback. He is accurate, very accurate, has a very good arm. You know, he looked good against Arizona. I know you're like, oh, this Arizona don't have the pass rush. I know, I know, I know. He will get my Chargers, and they are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That should be a good excuse me, good game. Can't wait to see it. I, he can't mess up against my Chargers. And then it's going to be a whole different tone in my voice, a whole different note come next Tuesday uh, about Tua. I, I, that's why I said let's not overreact. And that's why I said it's a whole new world. We have a whole new world of quarterbacks. That's why I just don't think Breeze and Brady are your Super Bowl champions. I think this is the battle of young quarterbacks. These quarterbacks are taking over. These guys want to stick and stay with these you know, young quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, who do you think they drafted Jordan Love for? Because you're messing up uh, Rodgers' golden years. Now, he's looking good. I'm not even going to discredit Aaron Rodgers. Because what I'm seeing from him the first half of the season, this team is six and two, and he's hardly turning the ball over. It's between him and Mahomes for MVP. That's me. You can throw Josh Allen in there, but I think Mahomes is going to win it, as he only threw one interception. But now, guess what? You got to do good here, Aaron Rodgers. You got Jacksonville. I don't need you to play around with Jacksonville here. You need to go out and dominate them. When you got the Colts, when you go to Indy, I want you to dominate Indy. You dominate Indy. You're in good good shape, but I'm telling you, Mahomes is going to win this MVP. Uh, what he what he done against Carolina, and a lot of people I've mentioned this before, and they're on a bye week. Uh, the Chiefs are. I've mentioned this uh, when I was doing the picks. I said the Panthers don't give up a lot of touchdowns, uh, so I'm going to pick them to cover, and and and, and also. When Chris McCaffrey comes back, you know, after the picks are made, then it solidifies it. But now, if you're Kansas City, you get a bye week. You get ready for the Raiders. That's um, a Sunday night game. So, that's a fun game to get ready for um, on the 22nd. Going, going into Thanksgiving week, that is a good game to look forward to. And, you know, you, I see this, and he looks good. Like, Mahomes... It seems like he gets better and better, and then of course the big Sunday uh, afternoon game. They go to Tampa Bay. That's gonna be fun. But in, in another big game is when he goes to Miami. If he tortures that defense, you give him the MVP. He goes to the Saints. I think the Chiefs could lose a couple more games. They got some tough road games. Uh, going to Miami, going to New Orleans. I think that'll be tough. But it's a lot of must-see TV games when it comes to the Chiefs because that Chiefs and Dolphins game is circled on my calendar here uh, where I think is going to show up, show up and show out. But that is December 13th. So let's, uh, let's not get too excited. Let's go through November 1st here. Uh, but the, the, the Dolphins and Cardinals game was a big game for me, one of my favorite games to watch. Um, the Texans didn't cover that spread. It went over. I didn't expect it. Uh, but uh, you got to look at it. Houston's defense is bad. I mean, Jake Luton, he goes ahead and, and throws that deep ball to DJ Chark to start the game. It, it, was, it was some uh, early offense going on in that game, by the way. So, yeah. Um, Texans, you did get the win. Oh, I feel bad for the Jets. And I don't think I've heard the question where they go on 16. You know, they look bad, but they that was, this was the best game they played against New England. They get a bye week. They get ready for my Chargers after that. Now, I will say this. If they lose to my Chargers, they ain't winning no game. They're going to go 0-16. Like, you can guarantee it. Like, the Chargers, that's the best game for them to win. Because they ain't beating the Dolphins. They ain't happening. They ain't beating the Raiders. They ain't beating the Seahawks. They ain't beating the Rams. They ain't beating the Browns. Now, could you throw in the Patriots? Uh I just feel like if the Patriots getting better, I can see there's a little streak going on. Cam Newton getting better. And like I said, I feel like it was COVID that was messing him up. They get the Texans, they can win that game. They get the Cardinals, they can win that. Chargers, they can beat my Chargers. They can get back in the thick of things. I know they got the Ravens coming up. That's a huge game. You know, if they can go ahead and beat the Ravens uh, on Sunday night, then there's the confidence. And then there's the oh, can they you know, can they win? Can they do this? Can they do that? Because they got the Ravens. The Ravens are only seven point favorites. I know I don't I don't really wanna say only, but they're they're saying Vegas is saying they're gonna win by a touchdown at New England. That's the type of game we're going to see. And I can see it being that tight of a game where okay, it is a touchdown. You know, so I'm looking at that. I'm I'm focusing in on that game here. And I will have my picks uh, later on in the show. But I'm all over this this whole league here. I'm all over what happened. And and I want to give a a little different approach here on this episode because I'm here doing it on a Wednesday. So I want to have the power. I want to read off these power rankings that I see Cause usually I get power rankings in on Wednesday and not on a Tuesday. So I, I'm going to start from, let's start from the bottom here. Let's go from the bottom to the top. Of course, the worst team is going to be the jets. Um, week 16 they got the Browns, they got the Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams on a, uh, on their late season schedules. Uh, They're definitely Kalaka, that first overall pick. I don't even know if, speaking of that that first overall pick, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is the guy you want. Why not Justin Fields? I mean, it was only like one game where Trevor Lawrence uh, impressed me. I know he has COVID. uh, And I know I I was like, yeah, it's it's pretty much one game. I think it was the BC game where he impressed me this year. It was this year. He didn't wow me this year. And I'm like, well, Clemson doesn't look the same uh, with him at the helm. And uh, I know they didn't have him for Notre Dame. I probably would uh, would be saying something different if he played because I don't trust Notre Dame. Uh, especially if you come close to that team. I know they're still a good team, but it's all focused on Trevor Lawrence. But anyway, Jacksonville is the 31st uh, ranked team. Um, they seem like the only legitimate threat. Um, they got week 17 at the Colts. Uh if you can look at them being the second pick, um, uh, especially with that real loss to them. The uh, the Cowboys, number thirty, they were just twenty-ninth. Um they have struggled big time. Don't know when Andy Dalton's coming back, but I, I think they can still get some wins. That 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 division down there is just uh they're bad because after that it's the Washington football team. Um uh, they only care and really this division only cares about the divisional games and they were able to beat the giants twice which i think they should be uh well they lost to the giants twice and which is why the giants are ahead of them at 28 uh and, and i know uh they got a big game against the eagles and if they just come out and win uh they're in good shape <laughs> That division, as bad as it is, I mean, it's still pretty interesting. I think my Chargers should be at the bottom of the list. I mean, they always come up close. And Justin Herbert's giving them a chance after chance after chance. Like I said, Week 10 at Dolphins. It is very crucial. Uh, they lost six of the last seven games. Um, I, I'm ready for Anthony Lynn to get fired. So I want him, I, I want them to lose because I, I just want him fired. Um and and definitely Justin Herbert going against one of the best defenses in the game uh which it seems like they score every time uh like every game so keep that in mind too. The Texans uh Texans you, you were going to be bad anyway because of your coach, you know, but like I said, I'm I try to make a case for the Texans to come back and I I think uh their bingo game like they, like they got, I agree with their matchups and what's key for them. I agree with the the bingos game being a, a key matchup uh, because you know you want to see what direction you're going to go into. you know definitely now you're going to have to uh, shop and stuff and and try to make a new team. Try to get a new team new team going I'm sorry, uh, the Lions. um i I, I don't know. How I want to say Week 17 like they did. They say Week 17 is important. That's the Vikings game because everybody's talking about Matt Patricia's job security. They're not letting them go. I'm going to let you guys know that. Being on the inside, look at Detroit, no, that's not going to happen. And if it does happen, then okay, we're happy. Let's go and get our coach. Let's get the coach that... This this city deserves. I know everybody is is, is is talking about Jim Caldwell, but I don't even think he's just deserving and I'm you know, I was still happy they fired him, but I was like you might as well should have kept him if this was what we're getting. I mean we'll be better. Don't know if we'll still ever win a playoff game. When is that going to happen? This is my first year as a Lions fan. So let me be optimistic because that's all I want. I want optimism going on. But anyway, the Broncos is just above the Lions and I, I pretty much agree. It's gonna come out to the week sixteen game. They said they're saying Vic Fangio may be on the hot seat. So, you know, I, I just hate to say that because um, I think this is a pretty good team. You know, they just don't have their defensive leader Envon Miller. And if they did, maybe they're five and three, maybe they're four and four, maybe they're you know they're still three and five. You know, they're, they're right there. The Bengals they have them at twenty three. For them to be two and five and one. I like what they're doing. That, that's one of the most dangerous two-win teams I see, you know, going forward because I think they're they're actually pretty good. They just have to learn how to win games. Joe Burrow, they're passing the ball. You know, he's exciting to watch. They got this week 10 matchup with the Steelers. We're gonna see if this Bengals team is somewhat capable of of compete, of competing next year and they can go ahead and get themselves a, a weapon, another receiver with A.J. Green getting older and probably they're going to get rid of him, whatever, the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons still have a chance to make playoff spot and they they really disappointed me because uh, before I started doing this pod, I said they were going to be a surprising team if I did not say it, episode one. Um... They could be a somewhat good team. And they have the weapons. They have the offense. The defense is okay. I don't have a problem. Uh, they just have to go out and play. And ever since they got rid of the so-what defensive mastermind, Dan Quinn, they, their defense have been playing pretty solid. Uh, But they get a bye week, I believe, and then they got the Saints. So that's the game right there. If they can beat the Saints in New Orleans and they do have another matchup with them after this, I think this is where things get real for the Falcons. Falcons fans, you were mad about them giving up them leads. I think this is where you turn it around. Uh, the Patriots, they're number 21. Uh, they are 3-5. and five. I think this matchup with the Ravens, like I said earlier, uh, this could be a very important game here because I figured they win this game, they can go ahead and win the next four. And then... We'll see how Tampa Bay doing, where everybody comparing Tyron Brady and Bill Belichick, and they, they, they're they being very disrespectful. Now, do I think the Eagles should be number 20? I think that's a little high. Uh, they are 3-4-1. And and uh, they are in first place, though, but they're just not a good team. This is a bad division. It could come down to Week 17 against Washington, where they have to win that game. Uh, but they, they do have some tough ones, Saints, Seahawks, Packers. They still got those games remaining, so it ain't easy for them. As for the Vikings, uh, like I said, they have a chance to really come up. You know, they, they they have winnable games. They got the Bears. They got the Cowboys. They got the Panthers. They got Jacksonville. So you get those games, and they could come down in week 14. You go to Tampa Bay and win that game, Vikings. You, I don't know if you can win this division. But if you got off to a good start, you were that team. But everybody on that team believes. So just remember that the Vikings are in good shape here to really make a run. Maybe not a division now, but at least to make the playoffs. But it's all on Kirk Cousins because it seems like they're just running the ball now. When you play the Bears, you ain't gonna be able to do a lot of running. You're one of the top teams and run defense. But everybody else, you'll be able to dominate. So Dalvin Cook, you be ready to get some more touchdowns, Panthers. They have a matchup with Tampa Bay, like we said earlier. Uh, they they have looked good. I mean, they're on a four-game losing streak. They look good. And and I think they, they can do it yet again against Tampa Bay and, and continue to, to do their part. And, and that's why I will take Carolina to cover. I don't think they'll win that game. But I have to see how a 43-year-old Tom Brady, however old he is, is going to act. Now, when he was down, because you're bringing up old-time Brady when he was in his prime. I don't know. We have to see. Chicago, they're number 17. They're 5-4. I just don't like this Bears team. They should not be good. I don't, I don't if, if they do not make playoffs, Matt Nagy has to be out of here. I don't think he's a, a mastermind coach. He's supposed to be just offensive-minded coach. And, yeah, you see what's going on. They might need a new new approach because that defense is too good for this team to not be good offensively. They got to make some moves or something. They're not having no good game plan. Like, I'm watching the Bears game, and I'm saying to myself, what plays are they calling? They're down two possessions, trying to make a comeback, and they run the ball with like five minutes left. Like, what are you doing? You, you need to throw the ball. Why are you running the ball? It pissed me off so bad uh but the 49ers they're now four and five. I know they got injuries and they're just going to go down because of the injuries. They probably don't have the Super Bowl hangover if the injuries wasn't wasn't here. Uh so I I, I hate to blame you know them losing the Super Bowl and wider being bad, but they 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 got a whole bunch of players out. It's going to suck going against the Saints. Uh, this is the last matchup before the bye. I mean, they'd love to go 5 and 5 going into the bye, getting healthier. Um, so, I mean, we just have to check them out <laughs> as, as the weeks go by the Browns. They're number 15. They're in the halfway mark. They're sitting outside the postseason bubble. Yeah. Uh, they do, uh, got a matchup with the Titans coming up. I think, uh, beginning, uh, might be the end of the month or it might be the beginning of December. Uh, but that is, that is huge. Uh, cause it could have some, uh, title implications, but I, I do see the Browns still making the playoffs, um, but They have to win some games, though. Good thing that Baker Mayfield's off the COVID list. You know, that's a good thing. Because, you know, i got to give Baker Mayfield some credit. His best year as a pro. I would give him that. The LA Rams, 5-3. and three. You know, the NFC West is very good. You know, uh, like, you, your last team is number 16 in the power rankings. And, you know, there's no doubt. You know, they could have three strong teams uh, in the playoffs. 49ers probably won't make it because of the injuries. They do. They, the Rams will have a matchup with the Cardinals. I love what I see from the Cardinals. That was my surprise team on the NFC. The Raiders was my surprise team on the AFC, and they're both looking good right now. So I can at least tell you the surprise teams. But they do have a, a, a big meeting in, in about three weeks, uh, and pretty much when they all go against each other, that's always the, the case. Whoever comes out on top, you win. You win. They're going to beat each other up, and, and that's that's huge. So uh pretty much NFC West you, you, you pick your poison there. Uh the Colts, five and three. Um they they pretty much have to beat the Titans. You know, that's it's just in between them two. Uh I know their first matchup is in a couple of weeks. Um and then I believe um their last matchup is the last game of the season. I have to look it up. I'm just trying to go off the top of my head right now. Uh, but th- those are just the two huge games. They're 5-3. and three. That's just what they're looking at. The Raiders have a chance to get into the AFC playoffs. Um, and it'll be fun. I, I think the, the matchup they have here, they going to be fun. Week 16 gets the Dolphins. That'll be huge. Because John Gruden versus Brian Flores. Definitely big time. Because Brian Flores is a good coach. I love what I see from him. And he was good last year. The team has some up and up in them. And... They're doing better than I thought. But because they got two out there now, I think they're good. And all they gotta do is, you know what? We got money. The Dolphins got plenty of money. They spend it on defense. And then you see how good that defense is. And now, all they you get them a, a receiver, another receiver or something, and hey, you're cooking. If you're the Dolphins. They they got a nice bright future here. And I'll get to them in a minute. I know this was about the Raiders, but that's a fun matchup there. Uh the Cardinals. Number 11 here. They were seventh. They did just take a loss to Miami. Uh, They will have the Seahawks uh, next week. And that's a huge game. Kyler Murray. you're going against Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray uh, on his feet. He's too quick. Everybody comparing to Barry Sanders. I see it. I mean, it's just so rare to see some talent like that. You know, and he has a very good arm. Um, And the Cardinals will probably make the playoffs despite not having their best defender. So, um, they can capture this NFC West title here. They can, but they got winnable matchups down the stretch. But this is the, this is where you go. You beat the Seahawks next week, you're in good shape. We get more involved in it next week. And number 10 is the Dolphins. They were 15th, but they have a chance to stay high because they got the Chargers, they got the Broncos, Jets, Bengals. They can easily win nine games here, and then you—the the big game is the Raiders, the Raiders game. Now we just said, uh, with the playoff seeding being on the line for both teams, we could see either one of those teams in there. And I said the Dolphins have a chance to win this division, not the Bills, because they got a good head start. They get that, but they at least want to make the playoffs. They can focus on division next year if they make the playoffs. And I think they could be a team to win the division. That division ain't going to be as bad anymore. I'm you that. The Titans, they're 6 and 2. They're the number nine team. Defensively, I still have questions. Uh, Desmond King, how about that? Getting a touchdown. Uh, a defensive touchdown. First game there. I already miss you here in Chargerland. Uh. But, uh, the, like I said, Tennessee and the Colts, those are the two games. Yeah, those are the games uh, when you play those teams. You know, you got to get a road win if you're the Titans. You're very good at home. You do better at home. Uh, but this is a big game. Uh, Mike Vrabel, you're a very good coach. This is a great matchup here. Can't wait in a couple of weeks for that matchup. Tampa Bay is the number 18. They're 6-3. and three. Um, They were number 4 Um they just don't want to see the Saints pretty much. Uh, I know they have a Rams matchup. Um, I know that Tampa Bay will be the favorite. They're at home. The Rams won't be uh, won't be uh, easy, though, because they know this is a huge game. And they're going to be, and I know Sean McVay is a very good coach, so he's going to be looking at what did the Saints do uh, that stopped them. And it was pretty much, Tampa Bay, you've got to stop blitzing. It's pretty much what you got to do. Because you're going against a guy in Jared Goff that's gonna get rid of the ball. You got a team here of guys who are very good with yak yards. That is that is just react. That that's pretty much what they do. You have two good receivers that does that. You have decent running backs, you have decent defense on the Rams side. Tampa Bay, you gotta be smarter. Bruce Arians, you gotta be better. I'm a coach here. Seattle Seahawks, number seven. They were number three. They took a bad loss to the Bills, who are number six on here. The matchup for the Seahawks will be the Week 11 matchup with Cardinals like we have presented because this could be the conference's number one seed after this matchup next week. The Bills, I say the Bills, matchup against the Dolphins where this could be, where this could be their chance to win a division, but this could go both ways. The winner of that matchup will win a division, have the home playoff game, possibly with fans In the building for the playoffs, I don't know. We'll see how COVID treats us, but that's huge. Green Bay, you're trying to go for the number one seed in the NFC. You're trying to go for the number one seed in the NFC. Green Bay, you're 6-2. It's going to come down to the Week 17 matchup with the Bears just to get that spot. That's just pretty much what Green Bay is aiming for. Um, and we don't know if the Bears is actually good, it's actually bad, whatever. I mean I think they're bad, but who knows? They might turn it around and it's gonna come down to that game. Number four team is the is the Ravens. They were number five, they got a big win against the Colts. Uh their matchup, week twelve at Steelers is always the huge the most big matchup because of course, you know, you don't wanna lose that and the Steelers could possibly still be undefeated. Um uh, they, they pretty much will uh have a playoff spot you know, regardless, but a rematch with this team could impact the AFC North race uh, through remaining games uh have some postseason ramifications. So they just got to do their part. And the Ravens, they're still a good team. Let's not forget that. Now on the Saints, they're number three. Week 14 at Eagles. Uh, the, the, the most difficult part of the Saints schedule is over with because you just swept your division rivals. So you just got to pretty much... Beat the Falcons twice, and and you'll be in good shape. This is just a huge game because the Eagles are getting healthier. Let's not forget that. They're getting healthier, and that's why I think they'll win that division. And by then, they should be very healthy where that's really a good game. And number two is the Steelers. The Steelers are a no. Pretty much that's respected. I know they didn't look good against the Cowboys, and they probably would stay number one. Uh, but the Ravens game is huge. Uh, if, the, if the Steelers can beat that team, you can probably count them to win this division automatically. Uh, First-round bye is like automatic. Uh, and that's pretty much it and how we'll see in the last two weeks of the season with the Steelers. So that's just a huge game there. And, of course, number one is your defending champions, Kansas City. The Week 11 matchup at Oakland, big time. They're on the bye week. That's big. The Raiders, the only team that beat them. They want to get revenge and they, they won't number one seed in the AFC too, but I can see Chiefs Steelers having the final say in, um, in the, uh, playoff spot. I don't know why I couldn't get that out, but if you did not know, uh, Marlon Humphrey is activated from the COVID list. He is getting ready to play the Patriot game. Um, so, so just so you know, that, that's that's where I'm going with that. That's enough for the NFL. Recap on top of the rankings uh, from the league, the power rankings. The picks are in, you guys. Let's get ready. Starting with Thursday night game. The Colts, Titans. That's a huge game, like I said. Thursday night. Oh, uh, Thursday night. That's a good game. I can't wait to watch it tomorrow. Tennessee opens as two-point favorites. And um, I must say, two points. Well, wow, I don't want to say open. That is the spread. Last year, like Tennessee, they love to face Indy. They have a quarterback now. The over-unders at forty eight and a half. That's right there. But I, I think the Titans will win. I think the Titans get it done. They're at home. Why not? Um That is pick number one. Uh we'll go to the Washington football team and the Detroit Lions. Lions are four-point favorites over-unders 45 and a half. They played last year. Washington won. Washington won. 19 to 16. Do do I dare think they'll win again? No. Not really, but I will be taking this under a 45 and a half. I like the under, but I'm just going to stick with spreads because picking over under is just such a, a a bad way out of picking your spread. So I'm going to take Washington plus four. Give me Washington plus four. Um, I will tease that game. That's me. Houston, Cleveland. Cleveland's only three-point favorites. And they haven't played it since a couple of years ago, but Houston did have their number, which is why I'm going to pick Houston. Excuse me, plus three. This should be a good game. No, I think Houston could try to get some things done, but for it to only be three, if you're an over under better, take the over 53.5. That's such a weird number, though, isn't it? 53.5. You don't see many spreads like that. So take it. You're welcome. All right, Jacksonville, Green Bay. Green Bay's thirteen and a half point favorites. Now, Jacksonville is terrible. I'm taking Green Bay, 13-and-a-half. I think they can cover that. I don't think the Green Bay is bad enough. And this could be another field day for nah, 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 Devontae Adams, Adams family. Eagles, Giants. Eagles open as three and a half and a half point favorites. This is a huge game here. I can't wait to watch football. I can't wait to Sunday yet again. Uh, but... This is interesting. The Eagles only won by one. When they played uh, about a few weeks ago, they were at home. I think the Giants keep it close. Take them plus three and a half. Why is it three and a half? I don't know. But the Eagles are getting healthier. So it kind of gets you to think, hmm, maybe the Eagles could cover that three and a half. They are getting healthy. But I am taking the Giants. Tampa, Carolina. Tampa's only four-and-a-half-point favorites against a Carolina team uh, that did lose to this team by two touchdowns. Um, But this is a game where I have to see if Christian McCaffrey's going to play because it don't seem like he is. But if he does, I'm taking Carolina. If he doesn't, Tampa Bay prevails on the road. Even though I know Tom only threw one touchdown in that game. But the running backs have to step up. Going to the 4 o'clock games. Not too many 1 o'clock games, you guys. More 4 o'clock games. The Broncos, Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Five point favorites against Denver. Very interesting here. But they played last year. Denver plays them tight for some reason. I I like Denver here. I will take Denver plus 5. It's at five. It scares me. Now, Denver let me down against Atlanta. But I think here on the road, they feed off some momentum they have. with passing the ball. I'm taking Denver plus five. Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona, one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is at 56. It's so tough. You're basically picking a team to win the game. Um, you got the Bills, who's throwing the ball well. You got Kyler Murray who's trying to get his throwing going, but he's running the ball effectively. They're running the ball effectively. Christian Kirk, he's gotten a lot of targets, but he got a lot of yards when he catches the ball. I can see this being a, a high-scoring game, going over 56-and-a-half, take the over 56. But if you was asking who's going to win this game, give me the Cardinals. Give me my surprise team. Chargers at Dolphins. Dolphins only two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Chargers team who I just seem to not be able to trust. But last year, I know last year they had Phillip Rivers. This could be a revenge game for the uh, Dolphins here. So, two and a half, minus two and a half. But if I was to tease it, I would tease the over so the over would be at 42, even though I kind of think the game could go over. I kind of can see that. But Miami minus two and a half, I will take. Cincy at Pittsburgh, a divisional game. Pittsburgh 4 0 at home. Bengals 0 3 on the road. I like the Bengals to keep it close. 7.5. I'm taking the Bengals plus 7.5. That's a spread where I I would just say 7.5. I can see them scoring. I see this be a game where, hey, Cincy, you need a touchdown to win, or hey, you need a field goal to 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 maybe win the game, maybe, or you need a field goal to send it to overtime. Since he covers seven and a half, Seahawks Rams big game. Rams are three and zero at home. Seahawks are two and two on the road. Oh, I hate the. I got. I see it at two. It's at one and a half. I, I got it everywhere here. Last year the Rams did their duty. Um, Fifty-five and a half is the over under. Uh, I don't know if this game will go over. It might go under. But I am going to take the Rams at 3-0 at home. Let's follow the trend. Rams win this game. They go 6-3. Seattle will be 6-3. Hey, if Arizona wins their game, they're 6-3. Now, the 49ers win their game. They're 5-5. But let's say this. The Rams, I mean, Rams, the 49ers, they're 3-1 on the road. I think this 49ers can cover. I know the Saints are 3-1 at home. I, I think this is one of those games. That could just be an, a game that goes over. It's at 50. I can see the Rams scoring some points. I don't know if the defense will be that dominant. But first, I got to see the injury report. Who's not playing for the 49ers? Who is? Because once I find that out, then okay, maybe I can just stretch it out. Not, uh, the Saints minus nine. So I will take Saints minus nine. But I got to see the injury report. You pay attention to that as well. Ravens, Patriots, seven points. The Ravens 4-0 at home. The Patriots 2-2 on the road. I mean, at home. I'm sorry. Ravens are 4-0 at home. What happened last year? The Ravens dominated this team with Tom Brady on the hill. They did a good job there. This time, they're on the road. They're in Gillette. This is big game. This is Monday. I mean Sunday night. This is huge. I think the Patriots can make this a close game. Plus seven, I'm taking New England. This it's a big time game here, they just have to make sure they utilize Lamar Jackson. Make sure he doesn't go too crazy. And uh and just uh well, I meant neutralize him. Make sure he doesn't go crazy. Uh as for Cam Newton, he's getting better and better. I can see it. Patriots plus seven. Vikings Bears is the Monday night game. I see that the Vikings are two and two at home. I mean, on the road, and the Bears are two and two at home. The Vikings are two and a half plus, uh, two and a half favorites, and I would say pick the Vikings. People probably run with the Bears, but I think the Vikings can can get this game won here. They're two and a half point favorites for a reason. So why not take them? I got three here. This could be a close game. Bears won the end of the season, twenty one nineteen. The Vikings they got to do better, but I don't see nothing from Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins hasn't been that good to me and Nick Foles ain't showing a lot for me. But Allen Robinson, he has been huge. He's been huge for this team, but that's it. Adam Thielen, I need some touchdowns. Get me back in it. This almost it's, we need some wins here to so I get some playoff spots. I need I got them in two leagues. I need them. But those are the picks. Okay, so as we get to the end of this episode, um, I know that you guys were like, "Where are your college football picks?" Um, I'm just gonna go through a little college football here, but uh, some some things you guys don't know, and maybe it's, maybe you do know some things. Uh, first off, Bowman LSU postponed due to COVID-19 concerns. That sucks. Um, And uh, I also know Texas A&M Tennessee, the third postponed SEC game of the schedule. Auburn, Mississippi State started it off. And we do have other games to mention. East Carolina, Cincinnati, 27.5 point favorites for Cincinnati. They played last year. This was a high-scoring game. I don't think East Carolina's a good team. Could they... Could they come close to covering? Probably not. I see Cincinnati. They're a very good team. They're playing good uh, football. I won't say baseball. And yes, that's that. Indiana's the tempering team in the country. They got Michigan State. Michigan State is terrible. Why is Indiana only a ten point? I mean eight point favorite. Should be higher. Indiana will win and cover. Ohio State at Maryland. Ohio State's going to ca- uh, cover. They blew them out last year. They're going to do it again. Ohio State is that dominant. My team. As far as everything goes, Wisconsin and Michigan should be playing. Michigan is bad. Could Michigan fall to one and three? They were ranked and they are unranked and they could fall one and three. Michigan is booty. Sorry. Ohio State, we're running the table now. Thank you. Um. Other games I'm looking at, the, the Hurricanes at Virginia Tech. That's a huge game. Virginia Tech's two-and-a-half-point favorites. You're like, oh, Miami, they're, they're so much better. But Virginia Tech, you've got to respect this team. They're good at home. If I was to tease this game, I would pick the Hurricanes to, to stay close, though. This is the teaser game. Georgia, Missouri. It's only 12 points for Georgia here. Uh, well, 13-and-a-half. I'll I get mixed up there. 12th-ranked team. But it's 13-and-a-half. I would tease that game, too, where I can try to get it seven, seven-and-a-half, something like that, and I would be a little happy with that because I think Georgia's defense is that good. And Mizzou, I don't think they have the offense. I think this game is pretty much Georgia's, and I could just take them 13-and-a-half. But let's tease it. Let's be nice. Let's have fun. USC and uh, Arizona. USC is one and zero. Arizona, um, still looking. They're playing their first game. So, I think USC, they're 14-point favorites. USC usually does a good job against Arizona. I loved what I saw from USC first game. They get they had to do a little, uh, little shake and bake comeback against Arizona State. Arizona State usually plays well first game of the season. So we got to see here. USC can't get covered here. You don't want to go 0-2 against the spread. Let's do better, USC. But I think they win the game. Notre Dame, they get that Boston College matchup. And I feel like they just they just handle Boston College so well. I just can't trust Ian Book. But you you come off a, a tough game like that, you gotta continue to have your foot on the gas, and, and just just do your thing if you're Notre Dame. But thirteen and a half Boston College, I would tease it to make it nineteen and a half, twenty points, whatever the case may be. Oregon, Washington State, it's at ten. I think Washington State covers. This is the one I like. This is the 7 o'clock game. I'm taking that. Cover. Uh, SMU and Tulsa. The AAC conference here. SMU. This could be a high-scoring game, though. I tell you, that's 63-and-a-half. Tulsa's the favorite. I got to take the over. 63-and-a-half. I would tease that as well. That's the 7 o'clock Arkansas and Florida, that game is still going to happen uh, with Florida being 17.5-point favorites. I love what I saw from Florida against Georgia, uh, especially against a good defensive team like Georgia. Um, I will take Florida, 17.5. I love it. Northwestern and Purdue. Northwestern is playing like a very good team, but I think this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a defensive showdown. Two juggernauts, under 50.5, I like that. Those was just the top 25 teams there. As we get closer, as we get closer, I know next week, oh, you I know you said Ohio State's going to run the table. They're going to have Indiana. Oh, yeah. We're going to have the, the battle of the undefeated. It's two top 10 matchups going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you scared? I ain't scared of nobody. We're going to pummel Indiana. But I will give Indiana its respect. They look better. But I'm telling you, this spread better not be under 14. Oh, Ohio State's gonna cover. And if it's over 14, then Vegas already know Ohio State's gonna dominate. I'm bringing that in already. This is we're getting close to the end of the show. It's no other game I'd rather see than that one. But there's the Wisconsin Northwestern. It's supposed to be to be determined time. We're gonna watch that game too. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. That's a big time Big 12 game. Oklahoma is playing some good football if Oklahoma end up being a one and a half point favorite I'm taking them they might end up being a two and a half point favorite because that's just the way Vegas rolls so just to, just so you know that that's just what I'm looking forward to coming into next week now there's some things going on in the NBA James Harden Westbrook they don't know what's going on with the Rockets they don't know what direction they're going to go in they already got rid of Daryl Moore Mike D'Antoni yeah, uh, they're going to have Rafael Stone. He has already been promoted to the top basketball executive. Uh, um Steven Salas the new coach uh, last month. Uh they did uh, it is speculation that they did uh know about Salas hiring. They don't know what's going to happen with this team and we'll find out because basketball is uh, supposed to start next month, 3 days before Christmas, which I'm hoping for. Uh, but the Rockets, they 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 did have a 639 regular season winning percentage, reached two conference finals during Harden's time there. So maybe they'll see how they do to start the season. They're trade deadline. If they're not in, if they're not comfortable with it, they'll probably get rid of them because they know those two will ball out. And they can get something for those two. Where I think, okay, they're gonna rebuild. I don't know if this is when now what they're doing. So I have no clue. Shouts out to Kev Cash, Chris Cash, whatever his name is, the Rays, uh, Kevin Cash, uh, Rays manager, who won AL Manager of the Year. And then on the NL side, Don Mattingly, well deserved, because Marlins had no business being in there. He won Manager of the Year, being in the playoffs, even though this is a good young team. But I was giving them a couple of years. So we'll see how they look next year as I, as I get my baseball predictions going on in March. Uh, the Suns are discussing trying to get Chris Paul, if you guys don't know. Um, I don't know how that would look, but he Chris Paul will have Devin Booker, will have DeAndre Ayton, and uh, definitely will improve the Suns' chances of making the playoffs because that's what happens when you have this guy on the floor. Um, uh, Phoenix looked good in the bubble. Um, they have Monty Williams as the coach. Uh, he did coach uh, Chris Paul in the, in the Hornets organization. Um uh, I believe in 2010, the 2010 season, 2011 season, whichever one. I think it was the 2010 to the 2011, so 2011 NBA season when he was with the Hornets. Um, so, yeah, I think that'd be good for the Suns; if they can acquire him. Next week's show, NBA mock draft, because the draft is next Thursday. I am very excited for the draft. I don't know what the Pistons are going to do; my hometown team. I don't know what's going to happen going forward. So that is going to be next week's show uh, on Express Yourself. I want you guys to enjoy your college games. Enjoy the Maxion. It was fun yesterday, even though some blowouts and good things like that. Um, But enjoy that. If you have the Xbox, enjoy Xbox. If you're getting the PlayStation, get in line now. You ain't got too many, so get in line now. Get your ex, uh, get your PlayStation. I'll be having mine around Christmas. So I can't wait for that as well. And uh, be safe, everybody. Cases are going up everywhere, especially here in the state of Michigan. We all have to be careful and be smart. Keep the mask on as the new possible president of Mr. Joe Biden. Um, so yeah. You guys enjoy your week. I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday.